Hey everybody, welcome to the Leader Lab. This is Leadership Shorts, quick thoughts to help you level up your leadership. My name is Chad Wright, I'm the founder of Forward Partners and I'm joined by my partner in podcasting, Emily Grace Deal. Emily, what are we talking about today? We have a quote today. Okay. Our childhood biography becomes our adult biology. Our childhood biography becomes our adult biology. Mm -hmm. Said by Dr. John Deloney. Yes, and we saw this, we were recently at the DCX conference here locally, mm -hmm. shout out to the DCX community. Yes. Uh, and they had Dr. John Deloney there. And I love this quote, this just jumped out at me because it speaks to so much of the work we do in leadership. Um, this idea that our childhood biography becomes our adult biology. The base piece of that I think is that the things we experience as a kid shapes how we see everything. Yes, totally. It shapes how we see the world, how we communicate, um, and, and it becomes this lens, and, and really there's some fear instilled in there, and it becomes this lens through which everything else filters. Right, a lens that we don't always know exists. That we're not aware of, right? <laughs> yes. And so a lot of the work we do, especially on the personality side of thing with leaders, is helping them really understand what's underneath why they do the things they do. Right. You know, and you're that, not just triggered because of no reason. Like maybe yes. there's a reason or maybe, you know, I'm trying to think of like an example of like, maybe they're not just acting crazy. Maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it's so funny how often when you're dealing with a, a challenging employee or team member or whatever, we always ask the question, okay, what's underneath the challenge? Mm -hmm. What is causing this? And often it really does trace all the way back to things they experienced as a kid which is something nobody really wants to think about. Like we're in organizations and they're going, we need to be productive. We need to check tasks. We need to move these things forward. And the reality is if the people around the table doing that are not healthy and are not really conscious of what, why they do the things they do, nothing else really matters as much. Right, it's almost like that. Well, we're all adults. Well, yes, but we all have those little kids inside yes. that had some fear somewhere. We do, we really do. And so this this kind of base wiring becomes our default, mm -hmm. kind of our unconscious default, right? And you know, we do a lot of work with Enneagram. And so it, we're recording a new batch of episodes. We're one episode in and we mentioned Enneagram. So <laughs> here we are. Um, and a lot of work with Enneagram is around the idea that each of the core personality types has a core fear, mm -hmm. right? And part of what we try to help people do is make them aware of that fear. That is the base wiring, right? What's interesting is how often we find fear still making choices for us. Yeah. It dictates everything sometimes if we're not conscious of it. Well, and our mind just has a really funny way of like convincing us that that's not what it is or, yes. you know, it's yeah. fine. Everything's fine. And then it's like, <laughs> but something's, you know, that little yeah. fear center is being triggered. Yeah. And if we can learn to identify it, it makes yes. things a lot easier. It really does because it can it can both cause us to make different choices. Um, that fear can cause us to communicate differently. Mm -hmm. It can cause us to be open to new ideas or not. Yeah. Um, a, a, probably a practical example of this, um, as an Enneagram 5, I'm the investigator. I have a core fear of being inadequate. And so any situation where I might feel inadequate, I'm not gonna be a part of that. I don't want anything to do with it. And I remember times, um, what this what this practically means is I don't like being in crowds of people mm -hmm. because people are scary. And if they see that I'm inadequate, that I don't belong there, whatever reason, they're gonna be mean to me. Right, Which the you, more people, the more chance of being inadequate. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And that was the experience in elementary school. Mm -hmm. That was the experience in preschool. And so I was taught very early on that isolating from people is safe. Right. Groups people bad. <laughs> exactly. And super helpful when I was in kindergarten, right? Super helpful when I was in first grade trying to stay safe. Not so helpful in my 20s, 30s, 40s. And I can literally remember times in my 30s when as, as a business owner, I needed to show up to a network event, meet other mm -hmm. people, 
get business. And every time I go to one of those, I would walk out with new business. Yeah. I would sit in the parking lot and find any reason to not go in that room. Yeah. And it could even, man, I gotta, I gotta go rearrange oh, my looks calendar. looks like I need gas in my car. I need gas You're in my car. To go. Gotta go work on my calendar. I need to return some email. And you know how much I hate email. My house needs to be cleaned. I have laundry Anything. to do. Anything. <laughs> you know, I think our, our road needs repaving. Like yes. any reason to not go in that room. Yeah. That fear literally, while it was trying to keep me safe when I was young, as an older person, it was robbing me. Yeah. And those unconscious responses to things are often fear-driven. And so as leaders, as we we become more conscious of things, we can then be intentional. Right. So now if you know, if you get somewhere and you're sitting there going, oh my gosh, look at this laundry list of things that I forgot I have to do. <laughs> yes. You can be like, oh, I maybe that's it. my fear and not yes. reality. And then I can choose something different. Mm -hmm. And that's really the goal. That's what we're after is making intentional choices. Yeah. Uh, intentional leadership is impactful leadership. I think we... Our fear robs us of so much impact when we're not intentional. Yeah. I think really for me, it's like um, you start seeing it in hindsight and you're like, oh, yes. right. my core fear is of being unlovable, right? Yeah. So a lot of times that's, and it seems frivolous sometimes. You're like, of course, it, you know, but um, a lot of times I see it in hindsight and yeah. then I can kind of start to see it real time. And if I'm like, oh, overthinking, does that person love me? Or am I going to do all this thing so this yes. person will love me? And then I'm like, that's a necessary thought process. Well, we don't need to go through those steps. Like Practically, though, it affects things like communication for you, mm -hmm. right? Emailing. We were just talking yes. this morning about that. Yeah, I could type 20 emails. I'm like, how many happy faces? How many exclamation yes. points? Like <laughs> Help them know that I love them so that hopefully they'll love me. Yes. And it, as, as basic as that sounds, it has a real effect on us, right? Yeah. It really is. Our fear starts to rob us of all the things that we're really after. Right. Spending two hours to type an yeah. email that could take two seconds is yes. probably not helpful. It's no longer keeping us safe. And I, I actually heard a quote yesterday. I was listening to a podcast. And they said that this is something therapists often say. It's the idea that um, the tools you develop to survive are not the same tools that will allow you to thrive. Yeah. So your fear was a tool. It protected you from pain, but ultimately it's not going to allow you to thrive. Mm -hmm. And as leaders, this whole quest is, can we be healthier so that we can build thriving teams? Right. The minute you see that it's not the minute, but like the, as you start to yes. see that it's not beneficial to you anymore yeah. and that it's actually holding you back, you can kind of start to see that in real time and be more aware yeah. of it. Exactly. And so really once we're conscious of it, we can then choose something better and that's really what we're after is we genuinely want to make more conscious more intentional choices mm -hmm. and make sure we're not creating more fear because ultimately we create more of what we are if we are afraid and often if it's a fear that we've lived for our whole lives we don't necessarily realize we're afraid but if we're afraid we're just going to create more fear and we see this throughout organizations when you've got a leader at the top who is afraid and is unconscious of it. Yeah. They create more fear based on that. Mm -hmm. And it starts to do damage because other people don't have the same fear. They don't have that voice in their head. They don't understand. We get into that trouble thinking everyone on. thinks the same way. Exactly. Yeah. And so this is really a, this is a really important thing. Our childhood biography becomes our adult biology. And so leaders, what I would encourage you to do is think through your day to day. Think through your communication. Think through your decisions. And start to spot fear. Start to understand where there is a common voice in your head that you hear that is trying to keep you safe, trying to keep you small. Ultimately, it is limiting your impact and it is actually causing damage to the people around you. And so if you want to be an impactful leader, you've got to make intentional choices. That starts with spotting fear because then you can intentionally choose something better. Mm -hmm.
I'm glad we have that quote to discuss. Um, if people want to find us uh, online, if they have they want to kind of consume our content, all the things we're putting out, where do they find us? At Forward Partner. At Forward Partner. If they have questions that they would like us to answer or discuss here on the podcast, on the YouTube show as well. Yes. <laughs> where do they send those? Lab at ForwardPartners.net. Lab at ForwardPartners.net. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Emily, for bringing this to us. Thank, thank you. you for the conversation. John, thank you for producing. Wilco Workspaces, thank you for the partnership. We will see you next time right here in the Leader Lab for Leadership Shorts. Leadership Shorts.